All right, we have part two of the Houston Heat World Champ podcast here. Konstantin Fedorov and Ryan so Smith. When, I, when you look at this new champions and challengers thing, is like, well, what do we? What does paintball need actually more than anything? I mean, now that we have a webcast and we have, you know, a professional something that people can see to tune yep. into that's in, that's interesting, or that it's at least visually appealing and professional looking enough for yep. them to accept for it, it. To catch an eye. And, exactly yeah. for them, perfect. Catch an eye. But now, what do we need? We need it to be interesting. You know, I mean, how interesting is it watching Houston Heat, you know, beat the brakes off of CEP for yep. the fifth time in the season? It's not interesting at all. Yeah, and so we have to. If things have to. If things are interesting, people don't care. You know, so in order for this to be to get past of where we are now and get outside sponsors, it has to be more interesting. And yep. so this is one of those elements that yes, it's it, it's different. Yes, it's a little crazy because if you guys mess up, you could be down there, and then you yeah. can fight your way back right away. Because but that's that was one of the things with like it happening in every event. Because what if you have a big team falter a little bit and then they go down? Well, more more than likely they're going to come right back up the next event. Yep. But it creates a narrative something that's interesting something that you can follow you know i mean there's a reason why you know <laughs> it's kind of creates that climax that everybody's waiting like for jump in a wild card yeah and you know sometimes if you take i mean i i'm watching d1 sometimes and some people like really nice to pl to see how they're playing yeah but they don't have a chance to jump another team because they they live like i said like Nebraska or some something, but some players like really good, and they, they need a chance to jump in in the pros. Well, and this will create a little yeah. bit more of a buffer zone for them, so it's not like so giant. It's more exciting for exactly. them. Exactly, it's yeah. more exciting for them because then it's like okay, and it's not semi-pro. I mean, you could say it's a lower division pro league, and it is, yeah. but it's still we want. Hey, no, there's still pros. There should be a lot of pro teams in there. Oh, yeah. So you know, it's one of those things that it's like no, that's just that's the challengers league, and you want to get to the champions league, but you're only you know it's a it's a you keep what you kill league. I mean, yeah. you only get to stay up there if you continue to play well. You don't get, just get institutionalized in if you suck you know i mean yeah. if you're not playing to the level of the champions league then you got to go to challengers now if, if you think it's a fluke prove it then come back the next event earn your way back yep. so yeah you're going to see a lot of cycling through of the, those lower teams but we'll see man i mean that's why we you know we can sit here and talk yeah, till, it's, it's we, till the days but once they start year. shooting paintballs oh, yeah. at each other you know yeah, we'll oh, see yeah. what happens and with the fact that there's so many good teams now i mean you know like i remember heading into world cup i was like legitimately legitimately there's eight teams that have a shot at this tournament you know, I mean, it was yeah. like even counting excessive and impact because, you know, there's good I players mean, on that team. There are. Yeah. They just haven't played. They haven't played the league in so long that it's kind of like it's really a, to a coin toss of how they're going to come in and play at World Cup. I thought it was for sure. I thought so, too. I, I was like, I, I thought I was expecting more out of it's, them. It's one of those. I mean, nothing against any of the guys, but it was like when you come in World Cup and you see impact a, a a very decent, decent MPPL team. They were very well. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> excessive, especially. They're they're up there in, in PPL too. It's like... They won oh, it all. Yeah. It's like they could go in there and you don't know what's going to happen in PSP. They haven't played it so long. Nobody knows their style. Nobody knows what they're going to come out with. And you got a guy like Thomas Taylor who's just going to troll down the field. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you got to shoot that guy five, six times for him <laughs> to even think about getting out. But, I mean, it's like... It's one of those things where you have to take them seriously. Absolutely. And I, I think I think it'd be interesting to see what happens for sure with the whole the whole new system because I, I have more questions about it just because they haven't released all the, all the info all the yet. Details, yeah. But I think I think it'll be I think it'll be good. I mean, it's like it, I think we figured out a way not to do something, and this is kind of trying a way to find something else that works. Yeah, exactly. Because so. it's like, how do we make the lower division teams in the in the pro league, how does we make those games 
means something. Yep. Okay, well, now that means something. And now also the next one's coming up. That means something too. So there's just a lot of meaning and interest that's being generated yep. by this. And ultimately with – you know, I mean, I can get any answer to any of the world's questions essentially <laughs> on this phone. I got nice. games. There's oh, yeah. people that call. There's a thousand channels on the TV. There's so many different distractions competing for attention. Yep. And, you know, it's like I, somebody – I was talking to somebody and they were like, well, why don't we have a season? You know, we should have a season where, you know, there's like a schedule. And I'm like, no, man, we need to go the opposite direction of that. We don't have time to build that up. Every, gonna, everybody has a season. Yeah. Football has a season. Hockey yeah, has but a this season. Is totally different money. Season. I mean, they play for money. And this is the main thing. Yeah, because they, the, if you, if you want to really play like professional payment and you have outside sponsors, so you get salary for that. So you can go good to go have, with yeah. the salary. So you can just forget about your best life. Well, the thing about the, but think about where those seasons came from. Again, that's an older model. Yep. that's been institutionalized in because of generational interest yep. you know so we're we don't have that luxury you, you know that ice figure out something new exactly so it's like what what what's going to make people want to watch paintball more okay welcome everybody uh this is the fourth event cp is <laughs> about to play seattle thunder in their um third regular season game right now they're two and one you know, I mean, there's really, unless you're a huge fan of Thunder or a huge fan of CEP, there's nothing yeah. other thing I can dangle in front of you to make you want to watch that, right. you know? But if it's like, okay, it, not only is it just this, this game is to see who's going to get knocked out of the, of the Champions League right now, yeah. you know, or this is the game to see who's going to move up from the Challenger League. And then here's this story and here's that story. Again, it's like, that's how you have to look at things because that's how it's done out there in the real world. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it's, look at how these even now, I mean, even football is, you know, if the run up to the Super Bowl, they're selling the whole Ray Lewis thing. You <laughs> yeah. know, I mean, it's like, that's how it's done. So, that's that world turning game. into drama. It was great, man. Yeah, that was, a, that was a good game. Because all the Smith family was like 49ers. I said, all right, I'm Woo! from the Ravens. Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, Running around, Ravens, Ravens. $100 <laughs> bet with my dad that the Ravens won. You had a $100 bet? I, no, I no, did. No. Oh, you had $100? He offered, my dad not, offered Federoff and Sergey, and they didn't want to do it because they didn't know enough about football, but I was like, he, tells he tried to get, yeah, yeah, at first. And so yeah, wait, your, like, they, your pops is a 49ers fan? But he, was, he was a 49ers fan over, okay. and he was like, he goes, he looks at Yay and goes, $100 says the 49ers win, and Chad was like, I don't know if I want to bet $100. So I just turned around, didn't even think about it. I was like, I got you. Ravens, I got $100. <laughs> and he's like, he looks at me, he's like, deal. And I was like, okay. So I was feeling pretty good. I didn't run my mouth at all yeah. the whole game because I just didn't. It's, I mean, it's Super Bowl. You never know what's going to happen. Totally. Obviously, power goes out. Good thing. Yeah. Until I'm sitting there just watching the game, like inside, freaking out because the 49ers coming back. He walks over to me. He goes, they count third quarter. Really he goes, quick. I just, oh my God. It's often really nice. Defensive couldn't do anything. I just, no way. Yeah, he comes up to me third quarter. He goes, uh, you're pretty quiet now. I'm like, I have not said a word the entire time because I'm scared this is what's happening right now is going to happen, and I have to go to the bank and get $100. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the Raven just pulled out at the end, and I, I walk up to him, and I go, oh, you're kind of quiet right now. He just shook his head and was like, and my mom's like, he was running his mouth off, wasn't he? I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but it was good. No, American teams, they – and not just the players. More like brothers. They more yeah. like brothers. You can get to, together, just go go out any bar, any like you know restaurant, or yeah. you do everything together. And this is good because every everyone can feel everyone on the field because he, he knows outside. You create going, that. Yeah. You create that it's trust. A, it's a bond. Yeah, yeah. you know, it really and is. Absolutely. That's, that's what teach. Uh, that's like Philly teach me. Mm -hmm. You know, 
I can feel it, everyone, I can I know everyone, nothing bad about this person or that, never. But they have different and I'm agree that Russian culture is different and it's re- really angry sometimes. Yeah, why are you guys so just mad at the world? I don't know. <laughs> That's like talked about most of this stuff. There's like an innate, uh, maybe it's the traffic, we but like no, it's actually, an innate that's why sadness. I don't leave in we talked about most of this stuff on the way here. Really? He's like how he learned English from songs and stuff. He's like he told me he's like Russians are so mad all the time. Just, I don't know why. I mean, know why. because you know, but I never got that from you. Like I never got that vibe. Like even before I really knew you, you know, I didn't get the Solon Russian vibe. You know, you know that. You know what I'm saying? That like just yeah, yeah. Kind of walking around like you didn't really ever have that vibe. Um, I I never been this person. I, I all all the time. Then somebody asks me about something, I have to answer him. That's how my parents teach me. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, the culture is different. And I jump and feel. It. I was like, I guess I was young, and they teach me different culture. Mm-hmm. And like America changed me a little bit because of that mm-hmm. happened with me. And at the same time, I know exactly if I know something better than anyone, I have to bring it back to somebody who can't. Mm-hmm. That's the thing how it's work here, but I don't think this is work in Russia. <laughs> it's my, this is like definitely America changed me a lot about my mental thing. So you like America know. or Russia better? <laughs> Spain. <laughs> Spain. Spain. <laughs> no, I, I love Spain. I just a lot you don't have to answer that. <laughs> I like. I mean, I like California. Do you speak like, Spanish? Uh, I'm trying. Muy you poquito. Know, poquito. Yeah. He screams random words at certain words. times. I know what I need. I mean, I know how to say it, but. Then I, you know, I travel a lot in Venezuela and I talk to the people, but they speak so fast. They, they speak like yeah, yeah, fast. Yeah, no, but in Spanish. Yeah, it's like slowest person with them. I mean, <laughs> they are unbelievable. Like, like I don't know, AK forty-seven. You know, <laughs> so they're so guns. fast. Yeah. And I just back and forth, back and forth. All right, whatever. I have to leave it. <laughs> That's real nice. I mean, so do you see yourself living on the Spanish Riviera when you're older? Is that what I don't you'd know? Like to you know, sell? I just, I just follow my life and. You know, if it's dropping hard, it, it, it's supposed to happen. But if I, you know, if I have a chance, I took it, you know. Like I did it with Houston Heat because at this time it was a hard time for me in Legion because it's, I back in Russian Legion because I thought it's something changed. But it's nothing. It's just going down badly and badly. And I made Randy on the sky first time, you know. <laughs> and because i thinking about maybe I have to quit. Mm-hmm. Because I have to like do something in in the future, and quit paintball. You were thinking yeah, about quitting paintball. That's what I thought about before you got on heat. Yeah. So heat and heat saved you from quitting I mean, paintball think about potentially it, like, for the whole off season. Probably he yes. talked to my dad on Skype. Never met the dude. So he gets a Skype phone it was call really, one day. Yeah, it was really weird because you know two persons that nobody. I mean, never met each other and they trust. You know, mm-hmm. I trust him. He trusts me because from my thing, my my side is like really weird because he. The Randy is a big person in, oh, in his business. I mean, you know, he just, I don't know what he do exactly, but he coaching the people. And, you know, he just called me and we start talking. And, you know, in my mind, I'm, I'm going to trust him, you know. And I was by myself in Venezuela. <laughs> and, all right, so maybe this is another experience. I don't know, maybe it's the next step. And we start figuring out everything. That was real nice. And right now you see the result. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was really cool because I, I really loved, like, Houston Key doing all the things together. That's really main thing, what I prefer. Yeah. Well, you seem – and that was what I, I think 
I don't know, it's, it's kind of interesting. You meet different people and you, you kind of get like a, a innate vibe from yeah. them. But you seem like a, a person who enjoys spending time with other people, having fun, ha- making friends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. kind of a joyous soul. And that, not everybody's like that. But those are the people that I see kind of like really do well at paintball yep. because you have to kind of have that lightheartedness to you to travel around, meet all these different people, deal with oh, all yeah. these different people in these situations. But it is diff- it is interesting that you had such a ridiculously successful year where you played with Art Chaos and you guys won in the European circuit. Yeah, then insane. you played in yeah. the Italian league and won that. And then you played in the, you know, the biggest league in the world, the PSP, and won that. And you almost retired last year and no one <laughs> even knows about that. No, because, you know, nobody knows how it's coming. You know, life is life. True. And, like, yeah, it's pretty much Houston Heat maybe saved this Move, Saved your career? That's interesting to think about. You know, I'm, I'm really... I need to feel, like, extreme in my life. If I can't, I'm kind of... I don't want to do anything. Because mm. off-season, I always like snowboarding or just... You know, it depends what season. Before, he wants to jump was, out of a plane at no less than 12,000 feet. What's up? He wants to jump out of a plane <laughs> at, at no, no less, less than 12,000 12, feet. feet. He won't do it if, no, it's, the, if it's lower than that. <laughs> 4,000 meters. Because, I mean, that's first jump, and I want to do it. But, and, you know, for me, it's like... Do you think that that's why maybe you play paintball the way you do? Because you play paintball with a certain reckless abandon, and you look at the move. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He looks at the moves with a kind it's ex- of a, It's like extreme or nothing. Exactly. You know, and, maybe and sometimes I'm boring, and the back spots are, I have to do something. All right. Just go into so the just middle. Goes and does it. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> so is that is that how you your mental approach to the game, or do you not really are you not consciously thinking too much when you're out there? Just like okay, I'm gonna do this because no, it comes naturally. No, I play or? moment by moment. I just you see you do it. I'm not actually. You know, if I'm behind the bunker, it's just like 3D map in my head. You know, I couldn't. I can't imagine everything in the game, and sometimes it just click in my head, and I have to do it, and I did it. I mean, you know, it depends how moments coming. At the same time, and then I ride my motorcycle. The same thing. You couldn't, um, you know, it's like more how drivers going off the road, mm-hmm. not about you. If you go through the head, I mean, if you go straight, somebody can like turn his wheels mm-hmm. and just hit you, mm-hmm. you know, and you couldn't imagine that. It's so just a moment. He bases it off of what other people do. Mm-hmm. Like, and I mean, he can stand on a field. He, he has, like, this, like he said, his 3D model. He just explained it to me one time. He'd stand back center, turn around and face the net. And he could go put his gun over his head backwards and shoot every bunker he wanted. He could be like, okay, this is where their back right is, and shoot their back right facing backwards. Like, he just has it all pictured and memorized where it just clicks. And mm-hmm. he doesn't really do it for him. He does it because of what the other person's doing. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it's... It just comes to you. Yeah. It, it's just clicks. Then, Things yeah, just click. Yeah, because, you know, sometimes I have, like, dreams before, like, week before tournament about the games, how it's coming. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, and I sometimes at deja vu. Sometimes I've seen, I mean, you know, and I don't know. So you're saying you have premonitions in your dreams? <laughs> no, before no, no, it's the not tournament. like that. No, I want to hear about this. <laughs> I get it. But you know, this sometimes it's really common, and I just, oh my god, that's it's really deja vu. I mean, yeah. Well, you know what's funny? Because like, the only other person I've ever talked to about this is Fred Hamon. You know, Fred? Yeah. Yeah. And we were at his house, you know, outside of uh, what is it, Geneva? He lives up in the French okay. Alps, and we were there drinking wine one night, and. And and I told him all because this is true. Like I, I I had when I was a child before I even started playing paintball, I had dreams of something like paintball yeah. in my dreams. And and it then so when I remember when I found paintball, I was like, oh okay, this is it. You know, this is kind of weird to th- even think about, but yep. that's yep. fact. I mean that that really 
that did happen. So I don't know. It's just weird how life works sometimes. But you know, so it's strange for me also sometimes. Like I can imagine something and I just go follow it. And sometimes it's a risk. Sometimes it's not risk. But most of the time I make uh, steps with the risk. Mm-hmm. Like ninety percent of it, I, I don't know what's going on in the future. So. If I it's boring, you won't do it. So you're saying you're going to be like base jumping and like rock climbing, free climbing. He wants climbing to do a wingsuit. The wingsuit? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, for wingsuit, it's like, it's insane. <laughs> I love these people. I really respect those people because it's unbelievable how fast you can go and you can control your body in the air. Mm-hmm. It's like for me, it's unbelievable. Especially that I'm not sure if you if you know on MotoGP. So this is kind of highest pro league, right? Mm-hmm. But they have from other side they have uh, motorcycle racing through the um, through the cities. I'm not sure oh, what's yeah. the name. Sergey showed me. But yeah. this is the people. I don't know. They are gods. They really. I mean, they going really fast through the cities, but it's small streets. One mistake, and, yeah. and you're getting. I mean, you've been to Europe. You've seen like the rough roads, all the castles, all the little towns. Yeah, they're going like 170 miles per hour through that's there, so doing cool. wheelies at, least, at 170 miles per stops. hour. I mean, that's insane. I mean, I respect those people because, I mean, if somebody can do it, you can do it, right? And that's that's the main thing. Maybe cover me, <laughs> somebody. Yeah. Well, no, I, I look at that. I look at it the same way, and that's. But if you think about. Like humanity itself. I mean, the only reason we're sitting here in San Diego, I mean, you know, it's not like humans evolved in San Diego. The only way that we got here was some over time, the guys that were like, man, look at that mountain right there. Should we go climb it? Took that risk. Yeah, let's go climb it. No, dude, I don't want to climb it. There's like food here and all of our women (laughs) in here. Let's go sit back. Why do we need to see the snow on the mountain? Why would we go? Snow up there. Why would we go up there? But somebody was like, no, I'm going to go over it. And then they just never came back. And then they started, and then five years later, maybe they showed up and like, hey, what's up? This is your niece. You know, we just made our venture from back over the mountain. But, you know, or like, or it's the people, or like the people that sat there and looked at the sea and went, hmm. I know we can't see any land out there, and we don't even know if there's land out there, but let's just go that way. Yep. Let's put a boat and go that way. You know, So I think that a lot of the people that are doing – because there's not necessarily that to do anymore, but that spark lives on in people who are like, let's fly. Yep. You know, let's just put like maybe if we strap like a cloth from my thigh to my wrist, like yeah, I can actually fly. People strap like jets on their boots. And but I mean – how we can fly without parachute. I mean yeah, it's that's crazy. insane. Have you heard it's of Jeb, amazing. Have you heard of Jeb Corliss before? No. Jeb Corliss? Oh, you dig it. You got um there's you might have seen a lot of his work. Uh he's a base jumper. He's like a super big time James. He's like one okay. of the most famous base jumpers and uh he's have you ever, I don't know, you might have heard it's called grinding the crack and there's this place in Switzerland where you can you jump off this huge granite face and then you fly using a wingsuit. Is that where you did the wingsuit with yeah. like the balloons? Yeah, the balloons. Yeah, yeah that's really? Jeb, that's Jeb Corliss. And <laughs> then and then it dips like right through this basically you shoot like a field goal yeah. and of like a football field goal right through these trees and then it dips into another ravine. Yeah. And oh it's my God. yeah. I've seen that. I'll show it to you guys on like when He's we get off the air. I'll show you guys. But He's it was so fast. Oh, it's crazy. But I mean Jeb Corliss almost died recently. He went to a Tabletop Mountain in South Africa and he clipped like in you in, you can see it in slow motion where he like clips starts doing a barrel roll off of it and was able to have the composure to, to luckily even that's though his nuts. leg was shattered pull his pull his ripcord or oh. yeah i mean and he's so that's he made wild. it but um it's like that dude they jumped out of the red bull thing had outer space felix, I mean. yeah felix baumgartner yeah but that's but that's the thing so um so yeah so uh so ryan um just got a little bit of time more a little bit more time here but okay so as far as the the formation of heat, when did you guys have the concept to, to put the team together? Um, it was 
after CXBL, we kind of took uh, my dad like likes to disappear off the map after every World Cup for a week or two. He just doesn't want anything to do with paintball, but mm -hmm. um, he just approached me and asked me if I'd be interested in playing for a professional team, and that if I would, we would figure it out and make it happen. And uh, this is so, the World Cup you guys won, right? Yes, this was the World Cup we won Division Two in the CXBL, mm -hmm. and uh, so it started out as we had a handful of guys from Distortion that had the option to come and play, and we talked about it with them and approached them first, and we're like, hey, do you want to come play pro? And not all of them did because they just wanted to kind of go do their personal gig, and that we were fine with that. All, all respect to those guys, and mm -hmm. we still play for those guys and think about them all the time. Um, but then we had played MPPL Las Vegas that year with – Nick and uh, Chad didn't play with us. Him and Sam played with Mutiny, but we played MPPL with some of those guys and practiced with them at the Badlands. So we knew Sam, Nick, Chad, all those guys. Uh, we actually knew Chris Osteen, Drew Templeton, but we just hand-selected the guys that, I mean, that's how it comes about is you just see per people's personalities, how they go together, how they play, how they think. Mm -hmm. You want that logical guy. You want that guy that does something crazy like Fedorov, you know, just all those things. And uh, we just – started handpicking, you know, it's, hey, do you want this guy to play for us? Do you like this guy? What do you think of this guy? You kind of just ask everybody, and you pick them one by one, and uh, it basically just led to the formation of the guys we got today, and there's no, I mean, obviously, there's no regrets, but I think, I think personally, even if we wouldn't have had the success that we had with the personalities of the players, mm -hmm. it, w it was successful either way, because nobody expected this. I mean, I don't think anybody could, I don't think anybody could, write something and look at that and be like, this is actually going to happen. Totally. So it was it was surreal, but at the same time, it's like the guys that we play with, It's you look at them and you're like, okay, you know what? Say we didn't win this year. It was still a really fun year, and everybody there, you wouldn't change anything, and winning just adds to all the excitement. So the formation just came about of uh, hand-picking guys. I mean, that's that's really it. Who works with who? Do you like this guy? Do you like this guy? Think about this guy. This like is the go. list, and <laughs> basically the list. The list goes from is why is you can spread your arms down mm -hmm. to obviously ten guys because you mm -hmm. can only pick that that many guys because that's what the roster allows. So yeah. it's, I mean, it's it's hard to do. It takes time, but it came about and came about in the right fashion. Obviously, I mean, you guys yeah. won three events. I mean, sitting looking back at the year, uh, you know. You could easily be like, oh, yeah, I told you so. Of course, we were gonna <laughs> second place. And, and I'm a modest person. First. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> people look at me, they're like, what does it feel like to win? I'm like, honestly, it doesn't It doesn't feel like, I mean, from what we've been told, from what everybody's told us, it doesn't feel like we should be here, even though we played like that to get there. People played like that. We did what we needed to do, but it's like, at the same time, everybody's like, oh, well, well you guys aren't going to do good. Like, what are you talking about? I mean, even some of the pro guys, you go to Camp Pendleton, Chad and I went there, visited, and... They were like, oh, so you guys are Houston Heat, and we're, they kind of like giggle. And, I mean, they have a right to because they've done it, they've played, they've won, they know. And mm -hmm. we're like, well, yeah, this is kind of a weird position getting laughed at right now. <laughs> and and at the end of the season, it's like nobody really says anything to them because you don't want to be that guy that, like, stirs the pot and does all that. But it's like, Who is laughing at you? You can okay. tell. I, I'm not revealing anybody. <laughs> Come on. There's no way. Uh -uh. No one's listening. It's not just putting that target on my back. <laughs> I'm smarter than that. But now they, I mean – the first event, I'll give teams like the benefit of the doubt, to giggle and stuff. But mm -hmm. I mean, once they, I think once they came out and saw how serious we were, and they were like, "Oh no, this is not good." Yeah. So. Yeah. It, no, it was it was a really good success story. And and to prove and to win, honestly, to win the second event was like 
proved for people who believe in flukes that that second place was not a fluke. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, and then the two more Ws you guys put up yeah. throughout the year. It's just such. It's just. It's just one of those stories where I kind of just shake my head and I'm like, wow, that's great. That just happened. Yeah. Like, wow, that really that just happened. Because I remember talking to everyone at the beginning of the year and they're like, it was a typical. I mean, I, I've been on those teams. You yeah. know, I'm start excessive. I know how that goes. You've I know seen the big heads. The, and yeah, I've seen all of that. You know, and I've been. You know, and, and I, it's like, I get it. And, but I, and I too, I was like, well, you know, I, I, would, I wasn't hating because I knew I saw the roster and I was like, oh, team could be really good. Yep. Now, of course, you have to deal with the questions of A, how quickly are they going to vibe together? But now listening to you guys talk about, you know, a lot of emphasis put on trying to make sure, you know, you guys are talking about family. And that's like a really easy thing to throw out. Everyone tries yep. to throw that and out. It like. sounds really corny too when everybody's like, oh, well, they say family all the time. They say family all the time. Mm-hmm. They don't really do all that. No, we just, hang out together we do stuff together we laugh together mm-hmm. there's not that much fighting not that much arguing i mean everybody has their scuffs but of course we also it's i'm glad we have tro too because i mean it's really easy for everybody's heads to get big and think that they're right and he'll slap you across the face and be like get out of here it's, yeah it's my way or the highway like, yeah jason trozen's good because he's been around a lot of big teams now yep. for a long time and dealt with a lot of you know with a lot of guys so he knows how that works so no, it's uh it's definitely interesting. The, the story's great. What a great success you guys have had. I mean, it saved Fedorov's career. You know, <laughs> yeah, who I, no, I didn't even know that. That's cool. <laughs> no, that's, that is that's a crazy part of that story though, that you were thinking about pondering retirement. You know, and then all of a sudden, well, he's getting old. I mean, he's got to think about it soon. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not married. I'm still young. Oh, okay. I don't care about anything. Well, you mean you look like you're 19 years old still? Yeah. We got to get a beard on you, bro. You just need nope. to grow a beard. Can't grow one. That's right. Make your kids up, maybe. Not now. Yeah. No. It's uh, so. I mean, heading into this year, you guys haven't really made any changes at all, really. And I mean, we we just did a podcast with with you know Trojan and yep. and Sam, and we talked about that and kind of covered that. But you know, I mean, how excited are you guys for this season? I mean, what, I do, you, what do you guys I, think? I mean, I think everybody's excited. Kind of. I think everybody's in shock and awe about the whole change, but it creates that element of surprise and mis- mystery. Nobody knows what's going to happen. I mean, yeah. it creates a whole new ball game. I can tell you that. Yeah. A whole new ball game. No, for totally. Sure. Don't fix what's not broken about us either. I mean, you, people say, hey, well, why don't you change? Why don't you get these people? You made it work with these guys. Why not add more talent? It's, it's. I mean, don't fix what's not broken. I totally agree. Because I remember kind of having that conversation at the end of the year, and they're like, who was I talking to? I think I was talking to your dad, actually. Probably. Yeah, I was talking to your dad on the phone. And this was maybe a couple weeks after Cup. Yeah. And that we had that discussion. And I was like, man, uh, you know. And he's dealt with management. You could pretty much get anybody you wanted to at this point. Oh, yeah. You know, you could pick up pretty much anybody. Um, and, but. But it's not about three events, bro. (laughs) Yeah, and took second and a fourth. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, that he's managed people for thirty some odd years. So I don't, I don't doubt anything that he says. And I know my grandpa, his dad, um, he's always told me same thing. I'm gonna repeat again: don't fix what's not broken. It's Mm -hmm. just something you don't do. If it's working, why bother it? You, I mean, especially when you get three wins. I mean, if you get three wins, a second and a fourth. You could there's there's still room to fix things there, but it's not it's not like anything that's major. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, it's gonna be crazy, man. So yeah, March oh, yeah. Uh, March fifteenth through the eighteenth, it's gonna oh, start, yeah. start popping up. It's like five and a half weeks away now. Six Getting weeks close. Away. Wow. Count so, yeah, so close. It and is. then we'll and then we'll start. And we'll see how everyone does. I mean, who do you guys think are gonna be your your main rivalries this year? I think with all the mishmash going around, everybody trading, everybody, all the coaches flipping around. I just 
I don't know. I mean, I, I, I mean, I can't say anything personally because of what we did last year. It could happen to another team this year. They could start swapping players. Somebody could be like, "Oh, this is never going to work," and then all of a sudden, boom, they're beating like top teams out there, and who knows? So I think I think it'll be a, an up in the air season for sure. I mean, obviously, I think we're going to win, and I want us to win, but it as far as all the contending teams, it's it's professional league, professional game. Anything can happen. Yeah, like I was saying, I mean, there was a good, legitimately eight teams that got a oh, chance. Yeah. Like that's a lot, you know. So and when you throw them all where they have to play each other for three or four events, yep. and that's all they play, they don't get those teams that weren't doing as well. They don't. They don't get those it's buy games. It's gonna be tight. The hardest of the hardcore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Best ten. It's gonna be crazy. I don't know. Like I have like different. What do you think? I never think about this all season. I always play game by game. So, you know, and. I never think about the stats also. I was surprised when I was studying. Oh, all right. And Ryan told me, oh, you're number 18. I just, all right, whatever. I didn't tell you that. I don't no, know it the was stats like either. a conversation before because you jump in the first. Um, oh, that was In it. the first place, it was like, oh, Ryan, and superstar, nice. <laughs> and we started talking about that. But I mean, you know, um, I really, I don't care about how my statistics going. I just care about how team going, you know? Because yep. it, if you like, cover yourself all the time and oh I'm a big boy so I have the best result in the stats who cares if your team lost I mean you lose everything but I mean it doesn't matter for me because I just want to then we have young players like Ryan, Ronnie and LJ I just want to build them like better mm-hmm. that's why we play together and you know game by game is coming and nothing more just for winning that's how it's, uh, maybe that's why I just want to play more and more because I'm excited to see the younger players coming what the style of them I mean, it's a lot of things. Yeah. But I never think about full season. I just think about one game, and after another one, after another one. Are you gonna Are you gonna keep playing the game for a while, or paintball itself, or what's your? I mean, you're only tw- you're you're 27, but like I said, you look like you're 19 and you're still doing good out there. So you know, I mean, how much longer are you gonna play paintball? Uh, I don't know. You he know, I follow my dream and I play in paintball and I live in the dream. That's it. <laughs> just live in the dream. Yeah. He's getting old. His back's going out. <laughs> don't let him hide it from you. We'll see. Oh, <laughs> I don't want we'll baby. <laughs> we'll see. You guys, maybe you guys should bet a gun on it, like Marcelo no. and Mouse did. Did you hear about that? Yeah. What? Did you hear that uh, Marcelo and Mouse have bet a gun? Uh, they, so they put a gun on who's going to finish higher. I know you said you don't care about the statistics. Oh, Marcelo accepted uh, oh, really? the challenge yeah. for Goldman? Marcelo accepted ah, the challenge. I didn't know that. I just heard that Goldman threw that up for Goldman, challenge. I didn't well, know Marcelo accepted well, it. Came, it came because they started you know, talking to each other. Oh. And then so, and so Mouse was like, <laughs> I'll bet fun between them, yeah, right? Yeah, Mouse was like, I'll bet you a gun I finish higher in the stats. And Marcelo was like, I got you. And then I Mal- say the other dude should have to get his, the other dude's name tattooed on his rear What end. about somebody, <laughs> what about if somebody just be like number one and Marcelo and Margaret, uh, Marcelo and Margaret and Mouse going like second and third? They have to t- give it to him. Well, no, that's, well, that's what Mouse said. So Mouse goes, basically, th- this is crazy. So, because Mar- Marcelo didn't, Marcelo was like, yeah, all right. He's like, I got you because they're buddies, you know? <laughs> yeah. So like, I'm not going to let it's you It's good fun for them. Yeah, he's like, all right, yeah, for sure, I got you. I'll bet you a gun. And so so they have a gun on it. But then Mouse was like, I will send the challenge out to any pro player. Oh, man. I'll bet any pro player in the league a gun that I'm going to finish higher than you on the stats. So basically, like, he's, like, calling out the number one spot right away and saying, like, throwing the gauntlet down to all the top guys, saying, like... He's got target on his back the size of China right now. <laughs> yeah, dude. But, you know, Mouse doesn't... He doesn't care, dude. He just yeah. doesn't... He does not care. So, but yeah, it was, but it was funny. But he did throw that challenge out. So I'm just letting you yeah. guys know. 
Spread the word. Anyone that but wants to no, bet I mouse mean, a gun, better off will take it. He Anyone accepts that wants the challenge. To bet mouse a gun that you're oh, gonna listen, finish higher. Um, that's like funny thing between um, like uh, Alex and Marcelo. But the thing is, you know, I can like make this bet, but who cares about your stats if you're really your team losing? That's true. I mean, I play all year just for one event, World Cup. I mean, for me and for I guess for everyone, World Cup that's a main tournament, and nobody cares about series, maybe. But for me, last year, it definitely, a totally different story. We build a new team, you know, and we're going through the season up and down, up and down, kind of. But first, sec, I mean, second, first, like, dropping Chicago like, until what do you think place, you took fifth. Fourth. Yeah, fifth, we really think, dropped yeah. down. It hurt me a lot, but I mean, and at the same time, they show me where's our mistakes. And we figure out how we can do it. I mean, and we practice harder. And the thing is, we come in MAO. We have really hard games. Yeah, on Sunday. Like, yeah, three games in a row, like Russians. Um, damage. and Damage, business. yeah, damage also. I mean, it's hard to play versus them all the time, but because I know how they play, and I, I play with Jason Edwards also, and I love this guy. <laughs> He's a real nice guy outside. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, and we're coming to the World Cup, and it's kind of everybody just looking at Houston here right now, you know? But at the beginning... Everybody just talking bad things, you know. That's not gonna happen, no. But all year we played just for World Cup, and we figure out all our team. We fix all the things, small things and big things inside the team, and we come for the, this event and we won it. So now, I don't know how to bet it, you know. Mm -hmm. If your team winning, that's like main thing, and like you know. That's like yeah. Well, I mean, and that's a good attitude to have if you're one of the top players because yep. you know that was like, I mean, growing up, you guys probably don't remember a guy in so you because you don't like baseball. But you know, San Diego. We, <laughs> Excuse me. Well, no, 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 no. I mean, but I, growing up, I was a baseball fan, you know, because yep. I played baseball. But Tony Gwynn from San Diego Padres, he was this batting phenom. Won all the bad. He won like seven batting titles. Almost hit 400. He was hitting four over 400 the year. They had the, sh the strike shortened to shorten the season, okay. so he almost hit 400. But the Padres were terrible. Yep. So it was this amazing batting champion playing, and he would always downplay his his success with the bat. You know, he'd yep. be like, "Yeah, okay, this is my." He had you know this one pitcher with him seven silver silver bats. You know the batting <laughs> titles, but he would do what he had to do. But he would still kind of be like. You know, a little, he would he would downplay that fact of you know that he was the best hitter in yep. all of baseball. You know, so that's that's noble and humble of you to say that. But for the fans, at least for the fans, they have like something to to basically quantify and qualify what the greatest play what that means to be the greatest yeah. player. You know, because <laughs> before we didn't have it was like oh who's the best oh Fedorov's the best or Greenspan's the best or Oliver's the best based off of that cool move that he did that. yeah based Superman on some yeah, yeah, exactly. that's one move for the tournament you know you can do like one move on, oh my god it's so amazing and somebody tell you oh you're the best player but it doesn't mean anything you know it's maybe for you it's like a moment but for them it's like alright you're kind of idle but I mean if you're doing good like during the season like and <laughs> kind of back and forth all the time up and down mm -hmm. it's like different story and you know, you can show people, you can figure out all your mistakes, and you can jump on the top level again, you know? Yeah. That's how, it's, like, paintball goes. Because yeah. that's, like, one small ball, 68 caliber. It's like, you know, it's hard to, you know, dodging. Yeah. But you have to do it. Yeah. I'll see you dodge the paintballs out there, though. I love it. You know, that's my favorite thing. Then, 
Um, you know, I have like a couple drills, and I practice in like versus one ball or like two balls and three balls. So you actually practice dodging paintballs. Yeah, <laughs> I'm teach to uh, you know on the clinic. I, I teach to people. <laughs> <laughs> I teach to people like how to do it because sometimes people uh, people afraid then ball hit them. But mm -hmm. you know, if you can dodge and if you can see how the paint flies, you can do whatever you want on the field. Oh, absolutely. And you know, it's like like couple drills, like four drills, and you have to go one by one, and at the end. You can put one guy. He can. You can put like 12.5 per second or 15, and you have to dodge in one spot, like two meters, like kind of box, and you have to dodge in this spot. And it was really. I mean, it's funny to uh, look on the sideline, but yeah. at the same time, it's funny to shoot this guy. Yeah, totally. And it's funny to dodge him also. So that's amazing. Uh, you know, amazing drill. Just emotional. Thing, yeah, we do know? the same drill too, or just like a dodgeball drill. But it was—I uh, remember we had this one clinic, and there was this one kid who was super unathletic and, you know, really quiet and unassuming. And it was kind of like almost maybe his parents forced him to come to yeah. the clinic. And so I just felt bad for him because we were doing the, the dodgeball drill. It was a little different than yours, but it was a simple one. It's just you know, at Nikki Cuba standing 30 or 40 feet away, and they just shoot one by you, and you have to watch the ball come and dodge it. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. first you do it without your gun, and then we give you a gun, and then. Now we're actually, instead of just kind of whizzing them by your head, we're actually trying to shoot you. And then you have to dodge the ball and then shoot a cone, switch hands, dodge another one and shoot the cone, and then you're done. But you can't leave until you shoot the cone, until you dodge both balls yeah. and you shoot both cones, left and right-handed. Man, this poor kid. He was up there. He must have got shot 25 times. And so oh. it was just like, and after that, right, was guys, like, I like yeah. it. <laughs> after that, I was like, okay. You probably quit painful after Yeah, that. I know. I was like, yeah. And, well, I was, it just finally, I was like, okay, you, you know, you're, you're good. You're good, bro. You're good. You don't need to. You yeah. know, he's like, I have like, yeah, shot yeah, the cone. And we're like, it's okay. Don't worry about shooting the cone. You can see sometimes really quiet. I mean, guys or like really young guys, they really quiet, but they want to play. And, you know, sometimes you feel really confusing. What, what you can tell him? Mm -hmm. Like, but. Best way, just give it to him jersey, that's it. Yeah, just get him out getting there. excited. Oh, I got jersey, and I, you know, that's small kids. Yeah. That's real nice stuff. Is there a lot of, in Russia, is there a lot of, uh, or more people playing paintball now than before? Or is it similar, like? Small or big? It's, it's going bigger, but it's really slow, you know, because they import all the paint in USA. Oh, so they don't Plus make. guns in USA or, like, anywhere, I mean. But you have to import. We have to pay tax. You have to pay for that, that, that things, and not a lot of people understand what the professional paintball mean. Because in Russia, you can go in the, like in the woods, you can drink vodka, you just do the grill. All right, let's go pay play paintball. You take the tipman with some grenades, and it's just threw it away. So that's how it's worked for Russian people. Yeah. And somebody if asked me, so what are you doing? I'm just playing paintball. And it's really funny to look at the faces. It's like, really? Just <laughs> yes. And they start like you know they start asking you about the questions uh, questions about paintball all the time. And yeah, I'm playing with Russians like let's say seven years right now. Me and my friends move to America and just really. And you make money with that. It's not about the money. Blah blah blah. It's like the hanging thing. It's a lot of things. Yeah. And just people change their minds. You know. And. You know, right now we have a lot of kids who just, oh my God, Houston Heat. It's kind of split between Legion and Houston Heat right now because we have and a the lot Russian of fans. fans. Yeah. So there's a war going on yeah. in yeah. Russia as it's, to you can you can go and people. Oh yeah, like but you have to understand uh, Russian, but yeah, I don't It's going Russian. back and forth and people just fighting who's like better, who blah 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 blah. It's a lot of things. Then we play uh, versus Legion all the time. It's just battling. Wow. And on my page, also Russian Facebook, they people fighting for that. I mean, sometimes it's really weird to see, you know, because nobody knows. 
those American teams, but right now they start following. It was an amazing thing to feel that somebody in your I mean, in your country can follow you, but you play an American team. That's really good. I mean, that's really good support for, from them. Was there a lot of trash talk between you and Russian Legion when <laughs> we had to play them? I've never said any, anything bad, but I can say just, you know, I'm better than bad things. Yeah. I don't want to say anything bad. It is what it is. You know, life is life. Damn. I mean, is there a rivalry between you guys? It was. You don't have to say anything bad. You can tell me if there's a rivalry or not. It was, yeah. It's after I left them. They, I mean, I don't know if they are or maybe somebody else, but it's a lot of bad things coming in my head and, I mean, through the bag, but I don't care. They kind of they kind of don't like you anymore? They always doesn't like me because they I'm always. a straight guy, actually, <laughs> and I, if I doesn't like something, I can tell you straight ahead, and yep. maybe that's why they, I mean, people doesn't like me sometimes, but, you know, true is true. Yeah. And if you start lying, people, you just, you know, maybe you, for yourself, maybe going to be a really nice guy, but for other people, you're going to be that person because if you lie one time, you can lie like 100 times, but, you know, I don't like the talking bad things. Do you think that it helped Houston Heat this year to have the, you know, I mean, especially you and Mishka, because you and Mishka are like the old school, yeah. <laughs> you know, hard dudes from the, from from Red Legion, who for years have basically been the two best players on the team. Mishka's like you said, he's OG. Yeah, he's OG. Team. I mean, I played against Mishka was like one of the younger kids when you know when I was on like Ironman like yeah. back in the day, you know, early two thousands, and Mishka was still around. It was funny to see. Yeah, and so go um, ahead, you gotta have your own style, bro. Yeah, you know, I know. Wear sandanas these days, yeah. you know. Back then, it was you know you had to have a little personality, but uh, <laughs> but no, it's I've always Mishka's always just been such a phenomenal player, and um, so do you think that it helped Houston Heat this year playing against Moscow Red Legion because you guys had you know, taking these dominant players from them. And now when they go play you guys, it's like, okay, we're playing like our big brothers, essentially. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? For for them, it's, I mean, what's it like playing for you guys, playing them? I mean, for, for me, it's always going to be fight right now because I never come back. Never going back. If I get on the field and I saw the Russian Legion, that's going to be fight for me. But I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to play, not for losing, yeah, just for winning. I, yeah. I don't care about everything like outside the paintball. But for me, it's like main game. It's kind of woke up every time for me. I don't Mich care about bad things. Did Mishka teach a lot of the guys now how to play? Did he help them? You mean in, in Houston Heat? No, 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 Russian oh, Legion. Russian. No, no, no. It's never been like me or somebody, me or Mishka teach somebody. Because we have been back of the days, we have four play, uh, coaches who teaching you how to like play on a snake, the technique, yeah. like main coach, like fitness coach. It's a lot of things separate. But that's might be... The bad things for them. I don't care. Who cares right now? Yeah. But the thing is, right now we kind of yeah we, we have different team, and right now we kind of you know try to feel what you I mean what you feeling on yeah. the field you know try to teach what's the better for you you know yeah. But never been in so region. so playing with Heat is kind of giving them more of the opportunity to teach us mm -hmm. than teaching like Malloy. Or those guys in the Russian Legion. Well, you play with Malloy still in Art Chaos, right? Yeah. Maybe this year. They're not still not sure if that's good. No, uh, yeah, it's back and forth about the contract. I don't care. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's not all my crazy business. stuff. I mean, contract is not my business. I just want to play. The, no, know? I know, but I mean, for the again, it's for people that might wonder. Okay, Art Chaos. Yeah, who's playing it was on the me, team? Malloy, yeah, it's supposed to be uh, Pantelev and Mishka. Uh, yeah, Plazenka and 
We'll see because we have like still talking about that roster. Do you and Malloy get along? Do you and Malloy get along? Along? Oh. Along? No, get, Do you get like along. Malloy? Like, are you oh, friends? Like friends? Person? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I really like him. You know, but does he really hunt bears? <laughs> yeah, sometimes. He really hunts and bears. Teddy bears. <laughs> teddy bears. Teddy bears. Teddy bears. Small. Small. He's talking about Ted. Oh, it feels so good. They love the movie Ted. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sergey pulled up a shirt of Ted smoking weed at uh, Urban Outfitters the other day and goes, "Teddy bear. <laughs> teddy bears don't do that." Well, I keep I, I, like with Malloy because he's so little, oh, and everyone's like, "No, but like, he's like a bear hunter, and like he's this and that." And I was like, "I don't know if that's really true or not." And I've I've always liked Malloy, but he doesn't speak English at all, so like I can't really talk to him. You know, the thing is, I mean, about the English, like Russian always like said, "Oh, I'm not understand." Or if you need, you can understand, and you can learn how to speak. You know, I know my English not. Perfect, but if I going to be shy, I couldn't speak. You know. Well, your English is a lot better than my Russian. But a lot of better. But I mean, because I live with Philly two years, and plus right now I I have to make conversation with like everyone, so it's helped me a lot. Because first of all, I was shy, especially like oh, girls, <laughs> I can't speak. But now I I feel a little bit better, and yeah, I don't know. It just kind of visual thing maybe for them, kind of being sunglasses so I couldn't speak, but ev- everything is possible. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Well, I don't know. yeah, well, it's going to be a crazy year, man. I'm excited for it. Sure. Yeah, it's going to be insane. It is. So tell your friends out there in the inter- interwebs, March 14th through the 18th. That's when it all starts. PSP, Dallas, Houston Heat, defending champs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you guys change anything up as far as, like, who's playing what positions or? We... Pretty much, the Jason Trozen actually changed everyone everywhere. Yeah, and this is the main point for us. Then we can play everywhere. Like mm-hmm. for Russian Legion, two lines, right? This line goes they out. That line like goes out. Not two lines. They have two plus one. This is two lines plus mixed squad. If they lose in point, they have a mixed squad. The best players, like they thinking, but that's, and Jason that's just cool. shouts five names, and everybody should be ready at every time. Because for us, it's better because we we can like you know we can play in any position for mm-hmm. like ten people. So you. Just coming on the field, uh, I, I don't know, you know, people couldn't imagine what we're going, I mean, sometimes, yeah. but sometimes they can, but, so you know, that's... Does he shout five names and then your spot you're going to go to, or... Yeah, five names in the pits and then he can't tell you from there. Uh, sometimes, yeah, he tell us, so you have to go Secret. here, here, but sometimes... Secret. He tell us, all right, do whatever you want. Yeah. That's it. It's, I mean, sometimes that's the main thing. Right, really? Yeah. Depends it's on how it goes. You see him out there every point. Yeah. Every point he runs out there, yeah. so... I mean, he's, he's always got his mind thinking and going, and, and honestly, nobody really knows what goes on up there, but whatever goes on up there, it works, and he just, I mean, everybody listens to him, everybody's got ears open, Our, we just have a job, and that's to go play paintball and be ready, and I mean, if you're ready at all times, that's the thing, is we want we want everybody ready, so if your name's called, you're there, that way there's no complications, I mean, I don't know how many timeouts we took the whole year, but... One of his Not goals. A lot, but I mean, one of his no, goals is coach if we don't have to take class. a timeout, that's that. You guys didn't call a timeout all year long. No, no, no. We called no, him at some point, but I don't think we use him that often. I mean, if you go back and you look at how many timeouts we take, and he, one of his goals I is to is to not take timeouts because if if we don't have to take a timeout, that makes it more difficult for the other team because they're. I mean, sometimes teams rely on oh they still have a timeout left maybe they'll use it maybe we can Absolutely. catch up then or something or we can have something happen but for him it's have ten guys ready at all times you never have to take a timeout you're never set back they're set back 
Absolutely. So, I mean, it just takes away it takes away that element that somebody has to turn that switch to, to flip the game, you know, change the mojo. And, I mean, it, it works. How he does it, his system works. I mean, it's proven with Philly. It's proven with us. So, uh, whatever he's got going on up there, it, it we works. All, we all trust it, and it works. Yeah, so. he should, man. He's, yeah, uh, the main he's thing got a great paintball mind. Between players and coach, so. It's a feedback between us, so that's good. Yeah. I mean, between players and chosen. He's doing a really good job in the practice, so we have a lot of things to do, like, and we'll, we'll learn. How was your first practice that you guys just had? It was, it was amazing. Good. I mean, Ironman? <laughs> uh, well, we practiced a couple of days before. We did some drills, okay. some normal drills. Uh, then we played Ironman. We just went out there. I mean, nice thing about Ironman, they're not out there to kill anybody. We weren't out there to kill anybody. It was mm-hmm. just a. It was a good, solid, fun practice. Everybody had a good time. We talked with Ironman. There was no, honestly, first practice I've probably ever had where there was no fighting. And yeah. everybody's seen that. Everybody knows about that. Ironman went out there. We all high-fived at the end. We all gave each other hugs. I mean, we talked. We First time I've ever heard people say, hey, you bounced me going here. You bounced me while I was in there. Like, people were admitting to everything that was happening. And yeah, year by it year, the team was changing. And it was, changing, it was right? honestly really constructive, I thought. And we both I – th- I think if you go and ask the Ironman guys, I think they had a good time too. We had a good time. I don't so. know, man. They said that you cheated the hell out of them. No, uh. I'm just kidding. I'm sure if I did, I told them. <laughs> they did not say that. No, but it was, it was good practice. Yeah. I think everybody – good time had by all. You know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, man, man, I can't wait to see you guys play at the first event. Any anybody you'd like to thank before we sign off, or mm, any thank- story you've been hiding from me this entire time? Uh, well, he almost quit paintball. I think that's about it. Wow, that was, that was a pretty <laughs> big bombshell. Better off job. But no, we're glad you're still here, bro. We're glad you're still here. Thank all of our thank sponsors, <laughs> GI Sports, everybody. Uh, I don't know, OGO bags. All you guys have seen us use them. I mean, they're awesome. Go check out online at OGO.com. They got some pretty sweet bags. They're a little more on the expensive side, but they don't fall apart like most paintball bags do. No offense to all the companies out there. We use ours all year. I don't think anybody had any of theirs rip or break. So I know that's a big investment for a lot of kids. And, uh, I mean, thanks, Smith family, right? Yeah, Sarge. but I uh, I don't want to say anything bad about Sarge family. I mean, Smith family, because Mama D, like, you know, amazing food. Mm-hmm. And Sarge uh, help us a lot. Plus, I want to say lugs because they, they make yeah. me, like, amazing guns, laser gray from Contract Killer. And they were the only they, ones that stood by us, basically, throughout the whole thing. Yeah, it I mean, is. Going through making a mystery team, trying to find sponsors <laughs> to play pro. It Lux is. was there. They said yes and support them for Worked that. Worked out for them, Commend too. them the whole time. Worked <laughs> out for them. Yeah, and also I want to say, like, our fans in Russia, so just follow fanballassets.com. Yeah, do you realize. have any, anything? You can, if you want to spot someone off in Russian real quick, go for it. I can only say a few things that really thank you for your support as Houston Heat. We are thankful for you. We'll see you in this season. We'll be happy for you. Only for victories. How do you say bye in Russian? Пока. 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 Tune in next time, everybody. Cerrito Podcast. We'll see you guys next time.